0: welcome to the balance i am your host kelly Rowland, and this is the podcast where we talk about all the things for those in life who want it all this podcast is for you Hi friends, today's podcast is brought to you by Podia, truly the easiest way to turn your passion into income. Whether you want to sell online courses, have a membership site, or just share some digital downloads, Podia is your easy, no technical headaches, zero transaction fees, and unlimited everything place to go. Seriously, I have tried several different platforms for courses, and a friend of mine brought it up to me that one of my courses did not look so professional, so within 24 hours I turned it all around, put all of my courses on Podia, and I have never looked back. It is so simple, so easy, and the tech support is truly personal and amazing and I cannot say enough about Podia. So to start your free trial, head to the link in the show notes and try out Podia for yourself. I promise you that you'll love it. Hi, Tiffany, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Thank you for having me, I'm really excited. Yeah, so Tiffany reached out a while back and kind of shared a little bit about her bookkeeping business and some of the other things she's working on. And we just got to chatting, and I really loved her story and her journey, and I thought it would be perfect for the podcast. So, Tiffany, if you could just kind of walk my listeners through what your journey's been like to, you know, the course you're creating and kind of what it's looked like for you.
1: Yeah, sure. So um, I branched out left my corporate job back in 2015 and uh, picked up some bookkeeping clients and ended up growing my little side hustle into our family's full-time gig. And my husband became a stay-at-home dad and everything. So um, I did that for four years and really kind of grew, grew it to uh, a really nice level. And it was either hire employees or do something different. And so I decided to uh, branch off and create a course kind of outlining everything that I did up to this point so that I could help other moms learn what I was doing and to be able to have a very flexible
0: family oriented business like we created. That is so incredible. Um, So take us back a little bit and kind of unpack your story about what was it like when you left your full-time job? Kind of what were you doing? You know, what was your work like and what was the really driver to push you to start something else?
1: Yeah, I think probably similar from what a lot of people feel, you're just working a lot and you're not making a whole lot of money and you're missing out on all the stuff with your kids. And you feel torn, you always feel like you have the mom guilt, but you also feel like you're letting your boss down if you're not there, doing what you feel like you should be doing. Uh, I think the final, the final straw for me was after I spent an entire year studying for the CPA exam and passing it all and then not really getting much of a raise, mm. but being expected to work six days a week during tax season um, and that kind of thing. It was just, it made me feel really unappreciated and the more I worked, it wasn't, uh, you know, I wasn't getting more in pay or flexibility or benefits just because I put more time in. So um, when I finally decided to branch out and just do something on my own, I figured I knew what he was charging and I knew that. At those rates I would really only need a couple of clients myself to be able to still bring in the same amount of money that we needed for our family so uh, that's kind of where it
0: started just
1: wanting to get out of that corporate rat race yeah
0: so was that like a was that more of like a scary feeling or was it more of a exciting like I cannot wait to do this on my own type of feeling uh,
1: it's probably both you know being a business owner you tend to have a lot of different emotions Mm -hmm. and it's kind of a roller coaster some days it's really exciting and other days you feel scared and yeah and you're not sure of yourself but I think uh, my husband was more scared than I was but (laughs) (laughs) I was a little bit more excited than anything but yeah it allowed me to be home with my my third child so
0: it was worth it to me either way yeah it sounds like perfect timing it just kind of it was just the right time for you to make that transition. Yes. So what kind of planning did go into that transition? Cause I know that's a question for a lot of people, like how do you even make a leap? I know a lot of people think it's like this theoretical idea, like this fantasy that people actually quit their nine to five and do something on their own. So can you just talk us through kind of what the planning process was like and the steps that you and your family took?
1: Yeah, you know, I think the biggest thing that we started with at the beginning was coming up with a business name, registering for the LLC, getting a website started, all of that stuff, which is funny because I coach my students that none of that stuff really matters, the LLC probably, but you know, it doesn't matter if you have a fancy business name. It doesn't even really matter if you have a website when you start. Um, But those were the things that I thought were really important to make me sound like I was an established business owner. So I felt like I needed those things. Um, but that's really the first thing I did. And then I just started, I started jumping in and researching marketing. Like, how do you even Mm -hmm. find clients? How do you know people will want to work with you and things like that? So,
0: so how long did it take for your business to really not, I won't say take off, but to a point where you felt like, okay, I can totally do this. This is sustainable. And you were really building that momentum.
1: Yeah. Um, probably it was probably only within a couple of months, to be honest, Um, after the first couple of clients, you really feel like, okay, this is amazing. This Mm -hmm. is great. And then, you know, once you get a couple clients, then it's just crazy because it just kind of people pop up out of the woodwork. Yeah. Um, so I was able to allow my husband to quit his corporate job by Christmas of that same year. So it was only about seven months and I had enough clients that we could cover both of our take home pay.
0: Yeah, that's incredible. It really shows people truly, like, what is possible if you would just decide and really put your mind to something. Mm-hmm. So so what do you... So you said, like, you wouldn't worry about, like, the website and all of that, which I totally agree, um, just given all that I've learned. So what would you tell, like, a client or one of your students or someone wanting to start their own business? Like, what is the most important thing when you're just starting out?
1: Uh, I, I think the most important thing for my students is while they're learning the basics, because I teach people that have never even done bookkeeping before. Ah, okay. Um, while they're learning the basics, they need to get their name out there. So practice getting out of your comfort zone, practice reaching out to people and putting yourself out there so that everybody knows what you're going to be doing. Mm-hmm. Even if you're not a hundred percent ready for a client, that's okay. If they come to you, then, you know, for me, I help my students with those first clients if they need it. So I think the most important step is just letting the world know what you're doing, putting it out there so that you can get those clients and they start coming to you. Yeah. I don't
0: hide. <laughs> right. No, I love what, like they're saying, just put it out in the universe, right? Just put it out there. Yeah. And, you know, like you said, people, they may not be ready right now, but they may think of you down the line. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so talk to me a little bit because I when I first started like listening to podcasts and kind of started my own business, I kept hearing the word scale, like scale your business, scale your business. And so that is what you've done with creating this course. So for anyone listening who hears the word scale, can you just explain to them, you know, what that means and what it really meant for your business and how you knew you were ready?
1: Yeah, I think scaling basically just means taking your business to another level. So I know that happened to me a lot when I had my bookkeeping business. It's really interesting how it works with clients. It's like a feast or famine type of thing. (laughs) You'll go, you know, a couple weeks where you just keep putting feelers out and feelers out and you're not really getting anything. And then all of a sudden you sign five clients in one week. Mm -hmm. And I I think that's, that's really what it kind of means for scaling as far as the bookkeeping business goes. So those five clients may have pushed you up, you know, oh, like $1,500, 2000 $3,000 a month in additional revenue, depending on the size of the clients. So um, that would kind of take, take your family, could take your family to a, def, a whole nother level, you know?
0: Yeah. And, and so when did you know, like, okay, it's time for me to, like you said, you had a couple options and you landed on creating a course. Um, what was that like? When did you decide or how did you get that idea? Yeah,
1: actually, um, I had a employee working for me, and she was just doing like administrative type work. And she had a five-month-old at home, and she was just working part-time, didn't want to pick up any extra hours because she wanted to make sure she's home a lot for her son. And so she told me one day, hey, I'm going to start up a bookkeeping business on the side, and I'm going to be promoting it on Facebook. So I just wanted to let you know, and I I was thinking, yeah, sure, but, you know, there's no problem with that. There's plenty of clients for everybody, so I wasn't, you know, concerned with competition or anything. Yeah. Um, But I thought to myself, she's pretty new. She's kind of inexperienced. And I thought, you know, who is she going to ask when she has questions? And, you know, how how does she know how to start things? Um, So I thought, but it's not really hard if you have some guidance. And so she, I knew she had me since she Mm -hmm. worked for me. So Mm -hmm. if she had any questions, I would be there to help her. And I thought I could do that for other people too. So that's kind of how it came about. And I just reached out to some people, like there's a lot of moms in the homeschool group that really want to work from home and, and be there to help homeschool their kids, even the older kids. So I reached out to some of them and to see if anybody had any interest in in doing this, learning it, even if they knew nothing about it and having someone like me support them as they grow it. And it was a really big hit. So I thought I just have to do this and have to help people.
0: Yeah. And, and it's, would you ever like looking back like a couple years, like, would you imagine yourself having an online course about bookkeeping? <laughs> no,
1: absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> I know it's crazy to think about because what I tell my students is, you know, you're never going to know everything there is to know in accounting and bookkeeping. It's ever-changing, and there's just so much information, and every business is different, which is why I really want everybody to just jump in and just do it. Um, But, yeah, I mean, even as a four-year veteran business owner of a bookkeeping business, I still learn stuff every day. So the thought of me being somebody to create a, a course was definitely not something I had planned
0: Right, and it's crazy because, you know, I listen to people like Jenna Kutcher and whatnot. They always say, like, you can create a course about almost anything, right? Yeah. Like, people mm-hmm. discount what they know, and I think you're a great example of, hey, like, teach someone booking skills and bookkeeping skills and how to create their own business. And people people are interested, and to just never discount the power of knowledge and the power of what people are willing to learn, um, right. you know, for to whatever it is they want to do
1: hmm That's true.
0: So w- when you started, you know, creating your course, did you like reach out to mentors or did you just go on it on your own? Or how did you, how did you even know? Because a lot of times people have that question, how do I even create a course? What do I do? Um, so what did you do to kind of start that process?
1: Yeah, actually it was kind of lucky. I, I ended up stumbling across a seminar, like a two-hour seminar that happened to be in my city um, about setting up your own course. It was really interesting. It just... Wow! Out the blue, so kind of gave me the the groundwork to know where to start as far as like programs, like what what course creation program to use, and and just how to get started in the whole process. And I did some research on some competitor programs mm-hmm. that I, that I found, um, but honestly, I didn't want to look at anything yeah. because I didn't want it to change my thought on how I wanted to set mine up. So. Um, I didn't do a whole lot of research. I just basically jumped in and, and kind of shared my knowledge and put it into videos. So
0: Yeah, and I think that's a great point. Like, there's no right or wrong way on how to create a course, right? Like, you can do audios, you can do video, voiceover, you can do professional videos, or just on your iPhone. I think it's it's really all about your content and the information that you get out there.
1: Yes, definitely.
0: And so how long have you had your course now?
1: So it went live on May first. Okay. So that's the first round of students joined me then and we've been working working on growing their business. I have a student that just landed her fourth client. That's amazing. And she's getting really, really close to
0: quitting her full time job. So now how does that feel for you? Like I know you did that, but how does it feel knowing that you're helping other women do this, you know, in their life?
1: Yeah. I mean, it feels great. It makes me feel, it makes me feel awesome that I was able to even a tiny bit share information with them to be able to help them change their life. And, you know, my students have all worked really, really hard. So it's, it's all them. They are, you know, putting all the effort out there. Um, but it still feels good to know that in some tiny way I had, um, yeah you know, hand in that in some way. So.
0: And so you know a lot of a lot of people out there are kind of afraid to sell or afraid to market their programs and afraid to ask money for their for their offers. So what would you say to those people about you know just being courageous about knowing they have a lot of value to give?
1: Yeah, well, I have a coach, and um i I learned that everybody kind of knows certain things at a, at a different level, right so right. even if you aren't. The number 10 expert in your field, let's say you're, you're at six in your field, then there's still plenty of people that are at a two or a three yep. that really your, your information and your advice. So what you have to offer is valuable. Maybe not to everybody, but mm-hmm. it is to a lot of people. So just go for it.
0: Yeah, that's so true. And that's a lot, you know, as coaches or people have courses, it's all about helping someone else you know, fast track or maybe not make the same mistakes that we did. But you don't have to be an expert on everything. You just have to know more and be a couple steps ahead of that person to help to help guide them. Exactly. So you mentioned you have a coach. Um, what was that like? Um, did you you know, seek out a coach or did it just kind of happen? Like what was the tipping point to say, like, I want to invest in my business and really take it to the next level and invest in in a coach or mentor?
1: Yeah. Um, most of the time we just kind of happen upon each other. I'm like a big proponent of, you know, like the universe and people, people cross your path for a reason. And so uh, usually when I run across people like that I feel like it's worth it in some ways but i I really like coaches i've I've had a lot of different coaches um, mindset coaches and just general business coaches and I feel like it's always been incredibly powerful and worth every penny
0: yeah it's it's so hard, like, unless you've invested in a coach to truly understand, like, what can happen because you don't know what you don't know, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But when you do and then you kind of look back and reflect on all the things that you've done because of investing in a coach, even though, like you said, just like with your students, you do the work. It's how it's just like it opens so many doors and open your eyes to so many possibilities that you really didn't see before. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So what is your next step in your business? Like, are you, you know, I know you just started the course this year, but are there any other plans? Are you just kind of taking it, you know, one step at a time and letting this play out until the next thing?
1: Yeah, you know, I'm kind of just going to see where it goes. Right now, we we are adding new students to the course and we also have a support group where we do weekly Zoom calls um, and answer all the questions. So we're kind of just just hanging tight and helping that. And of course, I, I love to constantly go back in and upgrade the course and add new modules all the time. So, so that's keeping me busy. And, um, so we'll see, we'll see what, where it goes from there, but that's kind of my plan right now, just to help all the students that we've got now and, and get help their businesses take off.
0: Yeah. So for anyone who does maybe want to start a course or is thinking about starting their own business, you know, what would you say to them like as your first step, like any kind of encouragement?
1: Yeah, I would say just take action. Whatever you decide to do, um, don't plan too long. Mm -hmm. Just take action. That's the most important thing because an idea is just an idea if you never do anything about it.
0: Yeah, it's so true. And, you know, I'm sure you've, you've realized this cause I have with myself, like the more we take action, the more clear we are really what we want. And we can kind of like make lane changes and change direction when we, when we feel like something's not right. Or if we feel like we're going the right direction, it's like, it just, it's very reassuring to know, to have that feeling of, oh my gosh, this is it. Like this is working and it, it feels really good. Mhm. Yeah, for sure. So, what you know is there anything that you would have done differently looking back um, that you that you learned from? Anything you teach your students that maybe that you wish you would have done?
1: Oh, you know, I it's funny. I, I wish there would have been some kind of course or something like this that I would have stumbled across when <laughs> yeah. I started, um, just to have like a clear plan and a and a clear direction. Because I kind I kind of researched people and had my own mentors that I, uh, basically, uh, um, created my business plan and my pricing and all that stuff off of, Mm -hmm. Uh, but it was just basically reaching out to people. So a lot of trial and error and a lot of changes. So it would be really, it would have been really nice to have something that I concrete like this, that I could have followed
0: from the beginning. Okay, yeah, so investing like early on in a course that kind of laid out what you're doing now, basically mm-hmm. yeah yeah it it really is incredible how you you can find a course or find a mentor, and it it truly speeds everything up, and mm-hmm. it's it's awesome that that's what you're doing um for all of your clients yeah. Well, wow, I really enjoyed talking to you. Um, is, is Tell us a little bit, if anyone's listening and like, let's say they wanna do something at home but they're not sure and bookkeeping is, is something they may wanna do, like what exactly do you cover in your course?
1: Uh, we cover everything from setting up the business, learning the basics, like accounting 101 basically, bookkeeping 101, um, fi- what financial statements are, uh, some accounting principles. Uh, we talk about QuickBooks Online and how to okay. use the software, and how to actually complete the work for a client. We also talk about policies and procedures you should have for your business, how to how to invoice your clients, what to invoice them. Pretty much everything. It's it's basically like a business in a box (laughs) yeah
0: and that sounds incredible so if someone is interested in this do they have to have a college degree you know to to get clients for bookkeeping or how does that work
1: no that's the great thing about bookkeeping it's a very sought after um service Mm -hmm. but you don't have to have any credentials or any experience or any education really required to be a bookkeeper so um You, As long as you're personable and you um, can reach out to people and and they build a relationship with you and they trust you, that's typically the most important factor with a business owner because 90% of what you're going to be doing is data entry. Right. So it's not incredibly hard and the rest of it can be taught and it's taught in our course, like how to read financials and things like that. But business owners really typically just want to work with someone they can trust because you're going to have access to their bank accounts Mm -hmm. and understand all of their finances inside and out. So they're mostly concerned with integrity and skill comes second. So, And it's really easy to build up that skill.
0: Yeah, and really I can imagine that bookkeeping is – more probably a growing field because like myself personally I'm getting to the point with my business that I probably need to hire somebody (laughs) to to help me to know what I'm spending what what I have coming in just so when it comes to tax season I'm ready right and a lot of people are becoming I mean entrepreneurship truly is is a growing field and there's going to be more and more need I'm sure for bookkeeping and for people like yourself and your clients
1: Absolutely, and they they've created a lot of programs out there now. The bookkeeping software to try to automate things, but uh, to be honest, it just kind of usually makes things a little bit more confusing for business mm-hmm. owners when the software tries to take over. So even with that, the need for bookkeepers is still high because we're going to have to run the programs for business owners. So
0: yeah, automation's awesome, but there's some things like finances and just probably you want to have a set of human eyes on i would think exactly (laughs) exactly well tiffany thank you so much um for speaking with me and i've enjoyed hearing more about your story and what you do and i'm sure my listeners are encouraged by it and have some ideas of their own so yeah thank you so much for having me yeah and i will definitely um be sure to include the link to your course in the show notes so people can check it out awesome thank you so much thanks tiffany thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the balance for more information about me or to receive your free goal setting guide visit kellyroland.com can't wait to talk to you all next